welcome 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 guys from the short break we've been or well, i've been off for a while been having a whole lot but i'm back i'm back that's just the main thing so have we been have a day been going and has things been <laughs> has been the elections and a whole lot i know most of us have had a whole lot of emotional moments but we thank god for his love and kindness his protection upon us so today on life as elisha I'll be talking about my story. It's actually going to be about me. So today's podcast will be about me. Yeah, about me. <laughs> yeah, so I was actually having other topics to maybe talk on and have guys come around. But I was feeling uneasy and I didn't have peace. So I had to like, okay, pray about it. And like, hey, Holy Spirit, what do you want me to do? And say talk about yourself so you guys will be hearing about me about me about me and how god has been able to help me up to this stage and it will be a a testimony or it will be a um, word of affirmation and actually words of encouragement to someone because we all have been one or two spots in our lives in the past which might be someone's present yeah because what you what you passed through then can be something someone's passing through now so it would be very very cool or okay if you help that person with experiences and so he knows what and what to do yeah so listen and pay attention to details learn one or two stuff and the Holy Spirit will help you. Yeah, so let's go into it. Okay, so. My life, my life, my life, my life. Where do I start from? So, okay, I was born into a Christian family. A very, very Christian family. So, my dad is a pastor. Yeah. And a general overseer for that. And... Mom is also a pastor, but a teacher, yeah, with the Cardinal State Government. So, uh, I was being trained, trained in the way of the Lord. Yeah, at one time I had to learn how to play the drums, learn the piano, because, you know, most of pastor's children, they actually see that they are in choir or they are the ones playing like 60 to 70 percent of pastors children at least will know how to do something or be in a strategic department in church that just has to help your parents in the ministry and all that so it was like that for me and i grew up in a place where i will call that trenches per se yeah that was where god sent my parents to and uh, we labored labored for god and we're been trained told a whole lot of things and well one thing um that helped us very well was my mom my mom always scolded us she was the very no nonsense woman so it helped us to stay away from a whole lot because our environment was very toxic like you see teenagers getting pregnant see drunkards people that smoke 419ers 
at one time where we lived where was was a place where police and sars come every day almost every day to pick up foreigners and people that always break the law so seeing bad guys was a normal stuff but how we didn't plunge into smoking into doing some other stuff was just by the grace of god yeah i'll owe that to god because even though our parents were very strict but at least they were not with us at all times and we had to go to school so we'd have even learned those things from school but god still helped us and we scaled through so throughout primary school i think primary school was was good for me like yeah i was actually topping my class and i didn't have to do primary five i just had the double promotion from primary four to primary six and all that so i was actually one of the smartest kids and all that yeah also had the scholarship in primary school thanks to uh late pastor jerry ahmed yeah I owe that to him, yeah. He was my dad's friend, and so he just gave me a scholarship because I was doing well. And at that, mom, she had this notion that she also always told me, was like, if you start involving yourself in immorality and immoral acts, that you get to lose your wisdom. If you are doing well in school, before you know, you start dropping, you start dropping. And so that I held on to that, and <laughs> it helped me. So I, I think I was a good boy kind of even though i was a bit stubborn going to play football i remember there was one time mom she sent me to the market and <laughs> i dropped the money and everything she sent me with and i was playing football for more than three four hours i didn't even know that one of our pastors saw me and actually called home so <laughs> after i finished playing football what he sent me with got stolen and everything so i was thinking hey what will i go and tell my mom so i now devised in my mind i was going to tell her that i was kidnapped <laughs> oh i know this is funny yeah well yeah that's what i said not knowing that they've already reported me so mom was just ah no sorry she just allowed me enter when i enter she locked the door and i received the beating of my life i it was one of my neighbors that came to my rescue if not <laughs> By now, some organs in my body will not be functioning. But that was that for primary school. So, entering into secondary school, we started knowing things, started getting into puberty, yeah, started becoming teenagers and all that. And a whole lot was changing. And that was that. And I think I changed my school in just three. And I went to a more and populated secondary school. So, more it was a whole lot different for me i think the ratio of of ladies to guys was much so we were just like maybe 10 guys in class then ladies were like 20 something so oh boy the pressure was much and as per i know i knew books more let me know for <laughs> some someone will say this boy asked right i was actually doing well so you have a whole lot of ladies that want to sit with you during tests that want to do this that want to come close and all that so like that like that like that then we had friends that were already in the game like they're kind of mature so they knew a whole lot and i think from there i got introduced to pornography yeah so when i was in gesture that was the time china phones were raining i know some people might not know what i'm talking about one <laughs> i respect also don't hold small so china phones one of my friends had this j max 
it was a china product so there you could get videos and you could hide videos in folders where you open folders like a b c d then you hide the video in c then in c you open another folder one two three four then you hide the video in maybe one or three then under that three folder you maybe put x y x x stuff stuff like that um, before you know you hit you hit so that it will be well protected you know evil is always done in the dark so <laughs> those kind of things could not just be left on your video player and all that so for you know every day they'll bring different set of porn watch boy both guys and girls and that's how it was going getting exposed i know what seeds are seeds are stuff that actually get to grow 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 before you know they germinate before you know they'll produce fruits and the seed of pornography produces different fruits before you know you venture into masturbation before you know you venture into fornication and some tedious immoral acts and crazy things before you know you that's where lesbianism and being gay comes from because you see these things on and before you know spirit enters into you and it was a whole lot so i think we started progressing like that going to ss1 ss2 i think in just three i had my first girlfriend yeah <laughs> i had my first girlfriend and it was just a casual nothing really what's going on we just get to see ourselves write letters and all that and all that i think we dated for two years and i now changed my school in ss2 so we didn't get to see again and things things happened and we just stopped talking that's how it that relationship went and all that so entering into senior secondary school i felt i started losing that intelligent part of me because in my whole gs3 entering ss1 i was really really doing well but ss2 i started dropping i can remember me that I used to carry first second first second there was one time i took third i was i felt real bad and yeah i changed to a new school and my first position in ss2 first time i can remember i took 14th <sighs> i'm opting now <laughs> i'm not sure my parents that result i had to tell them that they didn't give us results for that demo because i was new i had to look for a lie to give because how will i show my parents um taking 14 out of let's say out of 20 something people in science that's just for science so not even general so you could imagine how it was so i felt academic wise i was dropping i was dropping i was dropping like that because i was not being exposed to a whole lot of immoral acts but i then i had not started engaging in physical actions if you understand what i mean but i was being exposed to either watching or just knowing i started knowing things okay this is this that is that and all that so it was affecting me and let's not forget at that time i'd already started playing in church i was the church boy yeah and all that pastor son so you know most people expect much from pastors to them but they don't know that we are actually points of of um what i call of attack because the if the devil wants to frustrate your parents vision and that thing they are doing for god they actually come to the children because once they can touch the children then the parents become distracted and imagine your father preaching to telling another child not to do what his son or daughter is doing you know that's how that can be so kept on going like that so secondary school 
to go came up <laughs> if everybody can remember to go so on to go every week we have new girlfriends like ah oh, we are feeling a hey, fresh boy i had a phone an lg ks it was a flip so i was one of like big boys in school and this my new school in ss2 was like an algebra school so like uh, that was when you see parents bringing their their children in homer jeeps yeah we had one guy that they bring in homer jeep different cars cars parked not like my former school where everybody in a bike or you see people trekking in groups but this one everybody comes bring his child to school in their cars and all that so i got introduced into parties i think my school was a party school they loved parties every time had a party is it a house party a class party or they must just look for one party to do so that's when i said ah, we are the life of the party now we could dance me and my guys ah. and all these youths were exuberant but these were all seeds that were that were coming up that were maturing you're finding expression and you know how the devil does things he will take his time take his time you'll never know what is happening until it reaches that point where it's actually visible and i'll have to cut some parts short so let's forward fast forward into god helped me i passed my work once it was god i know it was god and i got admission into foot mina yeah got admission into foot mina foot mina was a different experience for me so this time i'm all alone in a new state not being monitored so i could actually do anything i want i had my own house i stayed alone off key there was money he i can remember starting 100 level i had 100k in my account that i had not started touching because i stayed in my auntie's place or my cousin's place actually for like two months i was going to school from there and they were giving me 1k every day so i literally spent 360 naira for just transport going and coming so i had like 600 and something naira that was 2012 to my for my own spending so i was still a big boy and they were giving me money i still had like 100k in my account because members gave me money my mom kept a whole lot of money in my account she was my money plug <laughs> mom she really really took care of me and all that in school so mm, i had access to get anything i want i could go anywhere i want to go and i met friends too that had the same exposure they had money and all that and that's why we kept going but i think i had this notion i felt people should talk to me it was hard for me to relate to people so i didn't really make friends at first in 100 level i just had few people i talked to especially for ladies i felt normally i felt a lady should talk to me i felt i was a fresh boy now and all that so and it was actually there it was actually there so 100 level 200 level we are still so 200 level i was very serious in my 200 level i i think i made my best gp in 200 level yeah i made my best gp in 200 and that gp actually helped me till my 500 level so after making my best gp in 200 level i felt more it was time to have a girlfriend because funny enough i had clusters of kind of ladies around and i begin i began doing i now started indulging in actions yeah actions this lady will come 
yeah you guys stay talk just before you know things are happening but i then i'd not start doing the do if you understand what i mean so i have to be encoding some words and all that so but then i was being exposed to different ladies and this one wants to be with you this one wants to be with you and all that and i thought to myself okay i had a I had something in mind before entering university. I was like, okay, I was not going to be in a relationship till I done. But this time around, I felt okay, entering a relationship was going to save me from these plenty people around me. So, three level, I had a girlfriend, and it was going on like that, like that, a year. And we had not done, we had not done the do, like we've not done the main thing. If you understand what I mean by that, but I think at the point there was a bit of um not trusting the other person feeling okay if i don't do this my partner might be doing another person so the pressure came and we are pressured and finally after one year we did the do and now became a normal process so imagine at this time i was in my freshman i think i was in my first and i was going to my daddy's friend's church in town so i'll go there play in the morning then i'll leave and come to my first my first was an afternoon service yeah, so I'll come to my first play after all the playing. You now still go back maybe to your girlfriend's house and you can even crash there. It was like a normal routine. And you know how devil makes sin look normal when you are already used to it. By then your conscience has been has been dead. You just feel ah it's not my babe now, you can't do and and actually you've been wrong all this while. But funny enough, how God does his things is God still even is still there with you. He still he still he still shades you from evil. He still keeps you in, in check. He still protects you. He still provides for you. Sometimes you pray and he answers your prayer. But you are deep down in sin. And I don't know how he does that. <sighs> That's where this scripture always comes to. Even before we loved him, he, he loved us already. He gave us his all. What a beautiful God we serve. Yeah. So in doing all this, I was still serving, serving God in my own way. But deep down, my heart was dirty. My actions were not it. I was languishing in sin. And my parents thought Elisha was doing well because I was a very reserved person. Most times when I go home, I'm very, very calm. Yeah, but my dad knows that, yeah, I had something with ladies in the sense that I'm a man of people. I, I know people. I, I can bring people together. Yeah, it was something God gave me. I never knew it was actually directing to my purpose in life. You know, sometimes we have talents. We have deep, hidden talents and things we can do. And we never knew that, okay, these are things that God put in place for us to be able to discover our purpose and help our purpose run so it kept on going kept on going and languishing insane and i think my 500 level was one of my worst years in school i had my first carryover second semester 500 level it was my project so i literally spent instead of five years in school i spent six and a half years just because of project so at that time i was really bitter i was not happy so i felt god neglected me i felt the whole world turned against me and i was alone i had time 
so instead of me using that time to add maybe learn a skill or just get useful stuff to do ah man that was when ladies i now had that time for ladies like i was like okay now i have the time so i was not even doing both ladies in church so this time around i was not really in school i was at bishop's house that is my dad's friend i was always at the house so <laughs> our work was uh, ladies in church or invite them before you know we don't uh, so it now started becoming a routine too many ladies around and with time with time with time uh, we already used to the system so we had access to cars we had access to money so yeah misbehaving uh, we thought we were living the life and all that and we are still serving in church oh, like we will still play uh, bishop or minister Holy Spirit to move, oh, but the boys, <laughs> we're still boys. And it was going on like that, like that, like that. And the good thing there was a day God saved me and my friends from a terrible accident. We are with Bishop's wife's car, and we actually told Mom Sida we just wanted to go and deliver clothes because one of us was I had a fashion brand, so we needed to use the car to go and see some ladies so we had to like tell mom say that okay we want to go and deliver clothes so that we could use our car and we went we spending almost an hour two hours and mom she was calling are we away we now had to lie that we are at the junction and the junction is just a five minutes drive to the house or maybe three four five minutes drive to the house but where we were was like a 20 minutes drive so we had to start driving on speed and it just finished raining and you know how it is when you're driving on copper that it's filled with water your brakes might not function so properly so we almost had a, an accident and that accident would have taken our lives because we were on speed but how god saved us that day up to now i don't know i don't know i really really don't know but god actually saved us and we dropped the car and more that day I was really really sober. I was like, hey, Mama, what would have said? You would have said we went to we wouldn't be alive to have said all these things and all that. And the narratives kept going and okay, after my extra one and a half year, finally I got my results and I got to serve. I served in Abuja. That was where I wanted to serve in and all that. So I had my house and huh, now i had my house and it was still the normal routine but now in a big boy way where i can have a lady in my house for two three days like that like that and she'll stay and i'll still even carry her to church on sunday ah ugansho this is my friend ah pastor we happy ah, he brought someone to church but not knowing if he had seen waiting and waiting sometimes i even felt my pastor that time maybe knew what was up but he didn't say anything because sometimes the way he'll look at me he I beg go no go talk <laughs> so things kept on going that way for a while and I was actually just tired of the narrative and at this point some some things you're already playing things like masturbation you know I was a very inquisitive person. Like, I really, if you tell me this thing is bad most times, I just want to know for myself. I want to test and know. So, up to, I think I tested cigarettes in school. The only thing I, I, I know I didn't taste was weed because I was actually scared of it. But I tested cigarettes and 
it was not just going well with me. I tested alcohol many times. When you go out with your guys and everybody's taking alcohol and they are looking at you like one you guy, you're like, okay, give me smell of eyes or something that is not that hard because you just want to feel among so i had the taste of most of these things and i think one night after watching porn i think i just had the urge to okay this masturbation thing how is it safe so okay ah okay let's see how it is and we did it and it felt i won't call it good it was just there Neither did I know that that demon of masturbation had already possessed me, so it kept on happening. It was not frequent, maybe once in two months, once in three months, like that, like that, like that. But it was a seed, and you know, seed will always grow. So before you know, there was a certain time, it became very constant, very, very constant. Your body will be literally shaking if you don't do these things. And after doing these things, you still go to church, you still play, and God will still move. Up to now, I think now I used to wonder, okay, how was I really doing it? <laughs> Sometimes after doing this thing, you cry, oh Lord, forgive me, I'm sorry, I will not do this again. Ah, you fast. Um, after fasting, two seconds, two weeks, one week, before you know you're going back to doing all these things you cried about not doing. And it was a big deal for me. I started, now became an addiction. I was really, really tired of it. <laughs> Sometimes I even talk against it. And maybe they talk about how people wear the mask. Maybe they even think I will laugh about it. But my guys didn't even know that. It was something I was battling with. I prayed, I fasted, I prayed on the altar. There was nothing I didn't do. But this thing was eating me up. It was eating me up. And it was killing my relationship with God. Because sometimes I can just go two, three, four days without praying because of this guilt. Because I felt... Was in need of praying. After praying, I'll still go and do it. So no need. Let me just continue. And neither did I know that devil was just trying to put me off totally. Wanted to kill the vision and my purpose for life. It really hurt saying all this, but I just feel someone is in this position right now that needs to hear this. And I'm sure the Holy Spirit will help you because I tried it on my own might and power, and nothing happened until I allowed Jesus to have his way in my life. Because, you know, Apostle Paul said in his word that things that we don't want to do, that's what we keep finding ourselves doing. But those things that we want to do, we don't do them and all that. So, yeah, it was a whole lot. It was a bumpy ride. I I was tired of the narrative at one point. That was 2021, end of 2021. So what God did for me was first, he hallowed my phone. I lost my phone. I didn't have a phone for months, almost six months before I got a phone. And in that period, I was now getting closer to God because there was nothing to literally do. I, I was not working. I was just at home. I was always in my friend's place and like that, like that. So I had to now start reading books. I had to now start reading the Bible. That was where I started. Jesus started helping me, showing me stuff. I was not now exposed to porn again because there was no device to watch. But sometimes I had to even maybe take my friend's phone and just do it and finish and you delete everything, clear the history. <laughs> I know some of you listening to me actually do this. I know we have done it there before now. No, just, ah, no worry. The God that did this for me, he will do it for you. It's a story now. It's not something I do anymore. I don't even find it interesting anymore. So 
if God can help me go past all these addictions and secret sins, ah, no worry, <laughs> he will help you. So, like that, it kept kept building momentum and I became very hungry. I needed to know why I was in this earth. I knew some few things because before I was given back to my dad named me already. So he already said I was going to be a prophet. These people had prophesied to me, ah, you're going to do God's work. And I was not going to use my certificate and all oh, plenty talks. So I actually had a glimpse of what I would be, but I really wanted to know what exactly to do my purpose in life. So at that, during the program, end of 2021, I, I got exposed to Prophet Wealth. <laughs> God bless you for me, sir. It's been a real blessing to me. It's really a real blessing to me. So this program, I thought he wanted me to play for him during his administration because it was his time for him to minister and he called me so i went to like listen to what he was trying to say but he was using the mic so i was like okay looking at him so he said as as god begot i so i begot you this day he was speaking in plenty parables i was looking like okay what is really happening then he started giving me some prophecies he told me about some things and they were all accurate and correct and so it broke me down and started telling me that this you are supposed to be used by god and it is time like you've run you've run away for a whole long and oh god that brought me to my knees and i was very sober and after service i met him and he told me a whole lot about my family about myself and the deliverance they are waiting for and all that so that brought another fire in me. I started digging deep in the world, started studying. And more a time with Prophet Wealth is always refreshing because I always take my jot and to jot. I always take my and I can remember some words he always say. He said it's it's not enough to be in your season but to act in your season so most of us are in our seasons where god has said okay this is your season of breakthrough this is your season of newness and all that but we don't even act we don't even know what to do in our seasons so that's where the holy spirit gets to help you because you can know about something but you don't have the understanding Hmm? you can know that this car is for you yeah the car is for you but you don't have the understanding on how to drive this car so it will just be useless to be useless having a car you don't know how to drive it's just more or less useless it's not be useful to you at that time so ah there's a whole lot i've written down that prophet world has said to me that it has been my driving driving force he said sons sons act why children ask <laughs> it's a big it's a big thing if you really think of these words, children will always ask. You can't be in your father's house and something bad is going on and you just wait for your father to tell you, go and no, 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 sons, true sons, mature sons will always act, will always manifest why children will ask. So uh, I can't start sitting everything he has told me all these years, but there are words that I always keep on me. I always go back, read them and keep them for myself. And he said, it's your passion that fuels your purpose. Yeah, passion fuels purpose. Because passion is actually, um, I think our passion is is stingy. The difference between, okay, the difference between passion and purpose eh, is one, 
is not stingy while the other one is stingy one is not selfish while the other one is selfish passion is actually selfish when you have a passion for something you give it your all like you will not want distractions but see your purpose your purpose is something that will affect everybody yeah your purpose is something that when you put in your mind to doing it it will actually benefit everybody but passion is for you it's for you alone like when you have a a passion to be a footballer you always train you always put in your best because it's want is a passion is a driving force so that your passion always drive you to but purpose is something that will benefit everybody will benefit everybody but actually your passion is the driving force for your purpose except you have a passion for your purpose then you will not be able to achieve it so these are most of the words from prophet world so i kept on going to him and he kept on helping me and with the likes of pastor agada he has been a really really life support to me and my family he was always praying sending words of prophecy always telling me when danger is ahead and it was always i received help from him he and his wife they are a big factor in my success story i can't really say talk about my success story i not mention people like Pastor Agada, like Apostle, Apostle um, Dunamis, these people are instrumental in in my life. Wow, I really thank you guys. Um, you people, I say guys, I really thank you, Sanma, for being instrumental in my life. So, let me still fast forward. Fast forward to my birthday last year. Yeah, guys, I know you're enjoying this episode, but let's save the rest for the next episode. Yeah, let's just save it. But this I want to leave in your hearts. Eh? Whenever the devil makes you fall, eh? you have to do times two of what you have been doing before he made you fall. So if the devil made you do those things that you already proposed in your mind not to do, what you do is to draw closer to God times ten times like 10 times more than you've done it before so if you are praying for just 20 minutes increase it to 30 minutes if you could fast for just morning till 12 increase it to two o'clock so that the next time the devil will think of making you fall he will remember that you dealt with him and you'll be afraid of making you fall and this is the last word i'll leave with us whenever you fall or whenever you you, you you go down in sin and you go back to those addictions you prayed not to it's not having to run from god because it happened to me most times i maybe fell and did some things i didn't want to do it dragged me away from god's presence and i couldn't pray i couldn't do anything but it's a it's a tool the devil uses to take us far from god see those times you fall into sin is the time that you're even supposed to draw closer more to god so don't run away anytime you fall into that sin. God actually knows, He sees, and He will help if you do. He said, "Draw near to Me, and I'll draw near to you." He said, "Call upon My name in the day of trouble, and I'll be there to answer." Okay, okay, I've said a whole lot. So let's just ponder on these words, and watch out for next episode. Bye, bye.